cave of cool. The Cave of Cool presents Calvin's Electric Boogaloo. Hello, and welcome to The Buoyancy of Citrus. It's been one week since you looked at me Got your head to the side and said I'm angry Five days since you laughed at me Saying get back together, come back and see me Formerly this week from the Cave of Cool, newly rebranded, we are Balloon Juice with Calvin Hyten and M.D. Jackson. Same show, just brand new packaging. Balloon Juice starts now. You were telling me a story earlier about buying a, a new microphone. but it I didn't bought a new headset, right? Okay. Yeah. Because every other microphone I have has a headset, mm-hmm. but for some reason it doesn't want to work. Okay. So I went to to Walmart specifically this morning to buy a number of things, and one of them was a microphone. Yeah. And I said, Mike, I said, Walmart guy, this is what I need. Mm-hmm. Please don't sell me anything else. I need a speaker so I could do podcast. Mm-hmm. And he said, This is the one. And I said, Are You sure? And he said, mm-hmm. Yes. And I said, You sure? And he said, Yes. And then I walked away and I turned around and go, Are you sure? <laughs> And he said, yes. <laughs> I can see him thinking that, right? Yeah. And so I brought it home. Of course, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's it's got to be the computer or it's got to be something. Um, but Or he's fucking with me. So I pulled out of my, my deepest box this uh, microphone that I had that sits on the table, you know, that you got like with your computer years and years ago. Yeah. Remember when you got a, you got a, a camera too? And you like got, those little skinny microphones with the little exactly okay yeah yeah so it actually worked so I'm not gonna jinx it I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna question it I'm just gonna be happy that it actually works okay so I don't have to do that all right well I have something to bitch about even before we start okay what's that Millie Bobby Brown then now hey she's coming up in a new Netflix show a Netflix oh, movie off. Enola Holmes. Yeah, Sherlock's sister. When did we yeah. ever hear about her? Yeah. Never. 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 He never had a sister. Ever. And, of course, she has to show up. And she's supposed to be this master detective mm-hmm. with one expression on her face. <laughs> I don't know if she's going to solve anything unless it's put right in front of her. And even Henry Cavill is Sherlock Holmes. Henry Cavill is Sherlock. Now, that, that makes me want to watch it because I, I think Henry Cavill is great, but. I do too. I mean, uh, Man from Uncle was one of the mm-hmm. best movies I've seen the past five yeah. years. So this is the Sherlock Holmes' smarter sister, basically. Exactly. I, I don't know what it's called. And Nola Holmes. 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 Apparently, the Sherlock Holmes, um, the people who have the, you know, the the estate of Arthur Conan Doyle, right, is contesting this, basically saying it's copyright infringement. Even though all the stories from Sherlock Holmes are in the public domain now, but they want to right. They need to get some money for something. So Well, I think they just hate Millie Bobby Brown as much as I do. <laughs> well, that could they be. They just don't want to see her act in anything that they're connected to. I mean, I could see the same thing from, uh, what's her name? Uh, the gay hater, um, Harry Potter. What's her name? Yeah. J.K. Rowling. See, yeah, I could see her even dropping her. Yeah. I mean, I don't see her in anything. Now, that's, a, that's another thing. It's, you know what? The world has gone insane. And all we can do is sit back and watch. Uh, but yeah, the uh, no, you have to. I don't have to. 
I can uh, bitch about it. Like we can, well, we can bitch about it. Change nothing, anything? Nothing we can do about it. But, but maybe yeah. she'll like feel so bad about me making fun of her and me putting her down all the time that she just might just quit, like Trump. That's my 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 hope. <laughs> that she just decides I don't want to be an actress no more. Yeah. You know, maybe I want to go into. Uh, oh, like like David Lee Roth. He's a paramedic now. Wait, wait. David Lee Roth is a is a paramedic. Is a paramedic, and he seems to actually enjoy it. How the how the heck did that work? I don't know. He took over Howard Stern on 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 um, uh, one of the radio stations when he went to satellite, mm-hmm. and he lasted there for about a year, yeah. and then he got fired, and and then he went into paramedic, and he's a paramedic now. He's a paramedic now, and he seems to enjoy it. Okay. Wow. I know the world just keeps getting stranger and stranger, doesn't it? I yeah. mean, you know, it's bad enough that she, you know she keeps making movies. Yeah, I mean, well, Henry, come on, you got some pull, buddy. Henry, well, he's with the he's got The Witcher now, so he's you know big 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 star now. That's right, you know, and he can be Superman and he was and he can be super. They want he still wants to be Superman. Whether do you they, think uh, of that Snyder cut? Like, do you even care? Uh, okay, well, we'll get to the Snyder cut in a second. First off, I just want to tell you that uh, if you're interested, September. I'm not sure what date, but sometime in September is when the Enola Holmes film will be released to Netflix. Unless, of course, the uh, lawsuit by the Conan Doyle estate prevents it from happening. But now How can if, I make that happen? But can if I you want it, well, do? I don't know. You know, you offer your, phone offer your services I... pro bono, you know, for what they're worth. Oh, yeah, exactly. Your Look, legal services. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. uh, let's talk about the Snyder Cut. You know, for years, people have been saying, release the Snyder Cut. We're talking about the Snyder the, the Zack Snyder version of um, Justice League. Justice League, yes. Because it was a re- it was a release to theaters. It, it, I mean, it's a tragic story. I mean, Zack Snyder was in the middle of filming. His daughter committed suicide, so he bowed out. And um, Joss Whedon took over from Joss right. Whedon, who directed the uh, Avengers. So he took over, uh, and we thought, okay, yes. cool. But then it re- was released. Very disappointing. It very was. It really mm-hmm. was. It but was, I mean, it, it it did big, bo- it did good box office. I mean, it made it made money for Warner Brothers. So now, but people have been saying, well, there, there must be, you know, they've heard that there was a Snyder cut, and 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 who's been telling people that there was a Zack Snyder cut? Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. After he got over, you know, the, I mean, he's, you know, he, he he comes back. The movie comes out. It's not that great, and he says, you know what, my version was better. And people How? have been saying, release the Snyder cut. There's a Snyder How? cut. There must be a Snyder cut. How? Because it shows a uh, uh, dark side. Is that what makes it better? I don't know because I've for, I've been arguing for years that well not for years but I've been arguing for for months that, that the Snyder cut does not actually exist. No. There is actually no Snyder cut. You can't actually just you know go to the vault and and show the Snyder cut because it doesn't actually exist. Right. And I think and and that's been proven because now HBO what is it what is it the the streaming service HBO streaming service H- yeah right HBO Plus or something HBO. Yeah. HBO something right. uh, says said we're going to release the Snyder Cut. It's going to take thirty million dollars just to get it to the point exactly. where we can like, actually what? put it on TV. How? Why? 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 <laughs> there was no Snyder Cut. It's just like there's a, it's an idea, right? Like what did he shoot that we didn't use? Yeah, like, that somebody didn't use. And if they if it was so good, why didn't they use it in the first place? Exactly, the mess of a movie they started out with. I don't get it. It's just so so there there was no Snyder Cut really. They're but gonna, that, but but this this streaming service HBO whatever HBO Smash or 
or whatever is going to invest 30 million. Well, they say $30 million, but of course wow. there's an executive from HBO who says, I wish it's going to be yeah, more than $30 million. What a waste. Spend a whole bunch of money to basically get this cut into a format that can actually be viewed on TV. Now this is yeah on now, TV on TV. And this is the effects I mean, this is not big screen 3D effects. These are going to be like small screen effects. So these are a little cheaper. Yeah. But, and we're not going to notice. And it's going to be a four-hour miniseries, so they say. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, you get to, you get to watch the, the Justice League all over again with a different, different stuff in it. Probably the same ending or maybe a different ending. Who knows? See, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to wait till yeah. people like hate it so I don't get the Scroogey because yeah. I know I could feel the Scroogey coming. Yep. I mean, my butt hurts already because I know <laughs> if I watch it, I'm going to be so disappointed. Now, I know people are going to be disappointed with the Snyder Cut because, you know, they've got so many expectations of it. It's, it's what not going to... What do they think is going to happen? There's going to be a different flash altogether? I don't know. And now, that, and now there's another piece of news recently which happened, which is uh, they've, they've announced that they're going to be... Uh, Ezra Miller's Flashpoint movie is still going ahead, which amazes me. Because did, didn't didn't Ezra Miller like choke choke a girl in a in a in a in a nightclub? No, really. And there was video of it. They oh. had video. He actually choked a girl, and and you, you know it wasn't consensual. It, it, it wasn't consensual. No, uh, no, <laughs> apparently not. So he was. They thought he was in big trouble. So I thought, okay, he's not going to be the Flash anymore. But apparently, the movie's still going ahead. Not only not only is the Flash movie going to be going ahead, but Michael Keaton, who played Batman in Tim Burton's 1989 version of the movie right. is said to be in talks to play Batman again. See, I hate that idea. Okay. I totally you, why hate, you, why hate it. Why I would love idea? to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh -huh. because he's a bigger guy. Mm -hmm. and, and, with, and, and if you know anything about the Thomas Wayne Batman yep. in Flashpoint, um, the, the killer still shot at the Wayne family. But he killed Bruce, right? Oh, okay. All right. And it turned it turned Thomas Wayne into this this mean Batman with guns and a beard, mm -hmm. and he's an asshole. Yeah. And it turned his wife into the Joker. Okay, I know you, she, you've talked about this before. Yeah, she went insane. Yeah. So he keeps two bullets bullets by their picture of the family, mm -hmm. one for her and one for him. Yeah. For when for when the time comes. See, no, and I up. think yeah, it's very messed up, and he's very messed up. And if you've ever seen the Flashpoint movie. It's fun. the animated one. It's the fantastic. Yeah, okay. It's fantastic. But I would rather see Michael Keaton myself go. I, I wish they would have not made another Batman with Pattinson. Mm -hmm. I wish they made made Batman Beyond with him, mm -hmm. and turned Michael Keaton into Old Man Batman. Yeah, see now that you know, makes... at the beginning where he pulls a gun and yep. and he shakes his hand shakes because he can't do it no more. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he quits being Batman until Terry McGinnis somehow gets a hold of the Bat costume. And of course, Batman shuts it down when he's getting his ass beat. Yeah. Um, but he, he realizes that he needs another, a Batman. See, now um, that makes it, that, that would be a, that would be a kick-ass movie. Pattinson, totally kick-ass. Pattinson as, as Terry and, and, uh, and, uh, so Pattinson is Terry McGinnis and Michael Keaton as old man Batman. Right. You get, and see, he I, would be, I, I buy tickets to that. I, I would too, that. because he's such a good actor. I mean, mm -hmm. Michael Keaton is awesome. Like he was mm -hmm. great as the vulture in the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, he was also in, uh, um, the trailer for uh, Mobius, where he says like, hello, hey, doc, right? Mm -hmm. So he's in the Mobius movie. The, the, Mo the Mobius, okay, you, um, you've- oh, What's in Mobius, yeah. What's the Mobius, Mobius movie? Well, the one with the vampire. Oh, Morbius. Morbius, thank Morbius, you. okay, sorry. Yeah, that's, that's the with one Jared with Jared, Jared Leto playing Morbius, yeah. Right, that's the trailer a, looks a, fantastic. 
which is a weird idea, but there you go. But you know, uh, he commits to it. Okay. And so he he got really skinny and sickly. Uh-huh. And then he got really muscular. So he's kind of like a um, Jer- Jared Leto did. Jared Leto. Yeah. And he's kind of an insane. Like when he does movies, he he goes uh, when he was Joker, he sent like dead rats to people. Yeah. When he was blind in uh, in in uh, um, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty two or whatever, he actually was blind, and he made people treat him like he was blind. Yeah. For the whole shooting, mm-hmm. I mean, he's just a weirdo. He is um, a weirdo. Yeah. Now he's got a. He used to have a band, didn't he? I don't know. He was actually, yeah, let's see. I'm just looking at it because 30 Seconds to Mars. He was the lead vocalist and instrumental and main songwriter for 30 Seconds to Mars. Wow. 30 Seconds to Mars, a band which, a Los Angeles band formed in the late 1990s. Did they do anything? Um, uh, They released a couple of albums, I think. See, I I know this because when I, you know, our little town that I live in, uh, this little town, Salmon Arm, Salmon over, Arm, over Christmas does little Christmas tree. Businesses decorate a Christmas tree. Every business has a Christmas tree on the street. Right. And they, they, they decorate it. And it's like this one's decorated by, you know, so-and-so realty or whatever. After Christmas, I was walking downtown and, and all the Christmas decorations were falling off. And, and I go I look in this, this old sort of tree that's the, the decorations are sort of falling down. And somebody's left uh, a CD. <laughs> on the bottom of the tree it's like it's, so it was like a late christmas present and it was it was this cd called 30 seconds to mars and i, I that was how i discovered that jared leto was the, the lead wow. Singer. wow i, I just I, remember it, him from my so-called life i listened to it once and it was so unremarkable i completely forgot it never right it again, yeah so we'd know like yeah. i'd know about it if it had yeah. any good songs i mean mm-hmm. i only know my chemical romance because he wrote uh, umbrella academy yeah see right? well my chemical romance was a better band than than jared leto's band. oh much better yeah. Either yeah, way, so Jared Leto sending dead rats to Margot Robbie is a yeah. That's that's like and running okay. around with the knives yeah, and everything and being up, a freak. Man. I mean, yeah. I was hoping that the curse of the Joker would get him. Yeah, like it got the rest of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, no. So so basically, the, no one really likes his Joker. Everyone yeah. everyone prefers uh, Joachim Phoenix. In again, in Joker. and I watched that, and it's it seems like a seventies movie that just it it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, it, it would have been like a. Depressed. It would have been like a a movie that if you know uh, if Batman you know if the DC universe was huge back in the seventies, Martin Scorsese would have directed this movie. All right um, after he did Taxi Driver, it was a very big Martin Scorsese kind of feel to the movie. Yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. That's, I I don't know that I liked Joker all that much. I mean, I mean, Joachim Phoenix was fantastic, but I agree. Yeah, I, but there was just something I didn't need it. And Thomas Wayne was such an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> the character of Thomas Wayne and, and Alfred the Butler. It's like, wow, you guys are fucking assholes. Right. And, and Bruce Wayne is like a little privileged little shit. Wow. You know, it's like, you're really, you know, it's like you're really on the Joker's side about yeah, it. They, yeah. They really want him to be the, <laughs> you know, the good guy in this. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty hard to do that, you know, when well, you know you, that yeah. Thomas Wayne's going to die and, and the fact that he met Bruce before, I mean, it just, it, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, you do want to have sympathy for, for poor old Arthur Fleck, but except that he, you know, has this sort of weird, creepy, you know, imaginary relationship with, with uh, his neighbor, Zazu, right. Zazu Beats, right. you know, and that's like, wow, <laughs> that's just all messed up. Yeah. Um, I didn't, it didn't do much for me, but I understand yeah. why some people would like it. Because they're auteurs, yeah, and he's an auteur. And yeah. His director's an auteur, mm-hmm. um, and uh, 
you know, I don't, I don't remember who directed that movie, but I don't remember either. But he he deserved the Oscar. I just wasn't I just wasn't impressed with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Todd Todd Phillips was the director of that, right? But um, I mean, but DC. I mean, uh, if they're going to do Flashpoint again, because if you've seen the last of their um, the Apocalypse War. Uh, was the last uh, DC animation that they kind of ended with after their 10 years of animation, the way that Marvel did their 10 years of live action. And Marvel movies, uh, animated movies suck. I can't think of a good one I've seen, but I've seen lots okay. of them. So the live action movies are good, but the animation sucks. Whereas sucks. the DC movies, the live action movies are, are, are pretty hit and miss, but the, but the animated movies are pretty solid. Animated movies are fantastic. And in fact, the way that the last one ended, there was kind of like the wave that came over everybody, yeah. right? And, and they're all standing on the, on the, on the, uh, on the shore and yeah. they're kind of disappearing and, he realize, and, and they tell Flash that, you know, you got to run, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got to run because run. you got to outrun this. Run, so, Barry, run. Yeah. Right. So they've set up the, the Flashpoint. Yeah. Which is a great story. It's a now, fantastic comic book story. The other thing that DC Comics is doing really well is on television. I mm. mean, the, the CW is doing, I mean, you know, despite what you, you know, may think about Batwoman, uh, the Flash is solid, right? You know. It I is. Mean, if Again, the, the, uh, we say the superhero cut. That's yeah. what I need more than I need a Snyder cut. And they've I need done... all the junior high romance cut from that <laughs> bitch. That's right. And cut it in half and, and give me 10 episodes and you got gold. Yeah. And especially those those movies that they make every year, mm -hmm. the, oh, the, the, cross, the crossover events, right? Yeah, and, and, I, they, and yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I just, they did the uh, what is it? The, uh, what was it? The um, Crisis on Infinite Earth, was right? The last one they did, right? And the whole thing was a. I mean, it was a mess. Really, it was. It was so uneven, but it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch because yeah. they brought in the the old Flash, like uh, uh, Sni uh, Snip or whatever his name is. Yeah, they they they, they brought in John John Wesley Ship. Yeah, that's right. They had, and he uh, was running on the on the on the the time machine. Yeah. That that uh, that the, what's it called the the uh, the time the time the just treadmill thing. Treadmill, yeah, yeah treadmill yeah, of time, whatever. Time, treadmill and, of time, he, yeah. That's right. And they give him his good death, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I didn't mind so much that they made Green Arrow the 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 Spectre because mm -hmm. you needed a Spectre to fight the Anti Monitor. Oh, sure. You're going okay. to do if you're yeah. going to do the the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. Um, but again, it was I, I didn't mind it. It was fine. Yeah. And that last one they did last year with the with the dark um, characters, mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty good too. Yeah. Even I though mean, that I, Supergirl is not really a great at, good actress. Well, no. But and they and, did they did a lot of really cool stuff with this one. They they did a lot of little things like, for instance, um, the guy who plays John Constantine. You know, right? Is yes. really good. I mean, he's I mean, he's not he's he's no Keanu Reeves, but you know, <laughs> he plays Constantine as the character was written as the character was conceived by Neil Gaiman. Right. But there's the scene, the little, just a little tiny scene where he like, he doesn't have the mojo and he's got to go visit somebody and he goes visits Lucifer. Right. He goes to visit Lucifer Morningstar, which is a whole the other, TV series. From the TV series, which is, which is again, another Neil Gaiman character. Right. So Neil Gaiman created, you know, sort of the John Constantine and, and Neil Gaiman created Lucifer Morningstar. So the two TV series just kind of intersect. You have this little scene where, where Lucifer from the TV series, um, uh, meets up with John Constantine. And I'll admit, I wasn't a huge fan of John Constantine, mm -hmm. but in this one apocalypse war where, where the Justice League tried to do a preemptive strike on Darkseid mm -hmm. and they get fucked up because he yep. knows they're coming. Yeah. And constant, and then it's five years later, Constantine, of course, is drunk again, but he's the lead character in that, that whole movie. Yeah. And it's really, he's so good. 
like when he when he gets a little like snotty and he gets a little arrogant and he uses a little magic right mm -hmm. i mean it, it's actually pretty cool because yeah. they don't overuse that whole magic thing yeah. like he he's like he's like batman like when batman remember when wonder woman in uh, justice league unlimited was turned into a pig by cersei okay yeah right and batman um came and him and zantana were gonna fight cersei to free wonder woman and and he just stopped in the middle of it and said, "What would I have to do to dr you to drop your spell on Diana?" And and she just looked at him, and goes, "Something earth shattering, something so horrible for you that you'll never get over it, right?" Mm. And she made him sing, <laughs> and she made him sing in front of her audience. Yeah. And of course, he had watched this singer. He had been on stakeout with this singer for about a month at Penguin, who was trying to kidnap. Mm -hmm. So he heard this same song a hundred times, right? Mm -hmm. So he sang this, I am I blue, am I blue, right? <laughs> and, and he's awesome, right? But he, he does it, he defeats her, you know, a deal's a deal, right? right. And, and she was ready to stop him and Zentana goes, not on your life, right? Let him finish, you know, because <laughs> we're never going to see this again. But he saves her. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, you know, she goes, well, it's pretty much, he's talking to Wonder Woman, it's pretty much all a blur, I don't remember what happened. And then she's walking away and she's humming the song, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he knows that she knows that he knows that she knows, yeah, right? Yeah. That what she, he did to save her, which for him was just, you know, it was the worst thing he could imagine being in public singing, right? But of course, like Batman, he, 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 he defeats everything, right? Mm -hmm. Even that. And, and <laughs> that was, that is one of the best, uh, uh, Justice League Unlimited episodes they ever did. Yeah. Um, just for that, just for that ending alone, mm -hmm. right? And he goes, "Well, it's, you're okay now. That's all that's important." And she walks yeah. away and goes, "That's not all that's important." And yeah. she hums a song, right? Yeah. And he gets that little kind of eye up with the mask, you know, like they do in the animation. Yeah. And you just go, "Oh, that's so cool." There. Right? See, now you won't see that in the Snyder Cut, which is really too bad, <laughs> because. You know, yeah. there's so many, like, I'm really, I, 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 like I say, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and I wish they would okay. make um, Batman Beyond because we've seen enough of Batman in the modern days. Mm -hmm. We've seen it all. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought the, the one thing I ever wanted to see in a Batman movie was uh, from Batman Year One, when he's surrounded by all the cops, the SWAT team, he's in the building, they got him, right? Yeah. He's done. Mm -hmm. And he just, you know, presses that little thing on the heel of his boot. Mm -hmm. And all the bats from Wayne Manor come flying towards him. Yeah. Right. Now they kind of, they kind of did that in, in one of the Christopher Nolan movies, didn't they? Didn't they do something? That was, like that? that was, yes, that was in, in the first, Begins. that was Batman, uh, the, Batman, Begins. Batman Begins, Batman Begins. Yes. They, they, they stole that, that was, one scene they, and it's fantastic. Yeah. They swiped it basically. Yeah. Because but, the bats surround him. He gets out, yeah. he, he, he jumps between the bats and they follow him and he's out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they all thought he, they had him. And I love mm -hmm. that when Batman does shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like when, he, when he's smarter than everybody in the room, which he should be. Yeah. Um, and that's a really cool thing about uh, Batman uh, uh, um, uh, Apocalypse, Apocalypse War is because he gets kind of co-opted and, and, and tortured and he becomes um, uh, Darkseid's slave. Mm -hmm. And how he gets out of that, Superman has no more powers. Um, uh, you know, uh, um, they've beaten the Justice League and, and it's just fantastic movie. And I'm really happy because again, that was their 10 year animation ending so they could kind of restart fresh. Yeah. 
And uh, it, so, it's really great. So DC animated movies, top drawer. Top uh, drawer, man. DC TV series, hit little hit and miss. Hit and miss. Are you they're, watching they're Stargirl? Uh, I have not seen Stargirl yet. No, I've that, downloaded the first right? six. Yeah. yeah. And I've heard it's really good. Like I hear from mm -hmm. people I know that it's really good. Yeah. Um, and they got the Justice Society and things like that. And uh, I hear it's good. Yeah. Um, See, I gave up on Batwoman about halfway through. Uh, and I've heard that Ruby Rose is not coming back. They're going to recast. Because she Batgirl. got injured and stuff, I think, because. I, she did get injured. Yeah. But I think she was just not happy being, I don't know, in Vancouver, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Who would not be happy being in Vancouver? I, I, I love Vancouver. I mean, what else is she going to get? Live, I used to live there for, I lived there for years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if I, I mean, um, uh, Arrow of course is finished. Uh, so Stargirl is new. Um, uh, Flash is still going on. And that, that was the, the other thing in the um, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth, they brought in the Ezra Miller Flash for this weird scene. Right. Which didn't seem to go anywhere, but it did sort of connect the, the, the DC right. comics the DC TV just, universe with the with the, the he's more like movie. Kid Flash. Yeah, I, I I wish they'd get a more adult guy to be Flash. You know, you mean Ezra Miller or or Ezra or, Miller's a bit of a Kid Flash. Yeah, yeah. he got that Kid Flash vibe. Yes, well, he's even little, though the guy on TV is a little young too. Yeah, but the guy I would on like. TV, yeah, he's he's good. The guy who plays the Flash on TV. Who's, he is good, and and the, and again, the action scenes are are solid. Mm -hmm. I mean, when it, he fight Grodd, I mean that was awesome. Oh yeah, and then he teamed up with Grodd. Yeah. To go after Solovar, the evil white um, gorilla, mm -hmm. um, like awesome stuff. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do next. But again, I hear Flashpoint, Flashpoint, Flashpoint. That's all everybody seems to be thinking. Yeah, of. Grant Gustin is is the guy who plays the Flash okay. in in the TV series. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there you go. So we got the Snyder Cut to look forward to. We got we got uh, you know the Flashpoint movie. However, that's going to play out. Um, it was like it was really fantastic like, and just, you know honestly we're still waiting to see wonder woman 1984 well october 10th i hear now yeah well um, the movie theaters are, are opening up um, but maybe not man because texas closed down today oh, because they, they had 69 percent increase mm -hmm. in cases so which, they opened which, all, and it seems yeah. to be all the fuck up republicans yeah open too early to make money yeah. for all the billionaire robber barons who seem mm -hmm. to make half a billion dollars during the pandemic mm -hmm. well they can't give people twelve hundred dollars and that's steve mnuchin mm -hmm. fuck i just want to beat him to death <laughs> i want to rip his head off and i want to put it on a stake uh -huh. and i want to boot it off the stake mm -hmm. and i want to play i want to play soccer with it <laughs> that guy is a fuck up okay and so he, now yeah this is the, the in the united states they, they, they they're not they're not fans of the masks they're not fans of social oh, distancing no, no. you've got all these people sort of saying well we're gonna you know we're, we're, we're not gonna do this <laughs> it's of like, course what nothing's gonna happen today? and then of course you know you get like a spike in cases right 30 mm -hmm. 35 people were at a party young people mm -hmm. 25 of them got the covid well so like fuck off you deserve it and it's like how, how who could have known it's like oh hey science right hello you know it's like you've been listening and, to and i used to tell this when i was a teacher mm -hmm. i used to tell the kids you know we, we do like the when we did world war one and stuff right mm -hmm. i talk about the spanish flu yeah and i'd say guys three million died doesn't seem like a lot seems like most people died during a normal influenza but then world war one ended and mm -hmm. everybody went into the streets to celebrate 
and then 50 million died. Mm-hmm. And the second wave decimated um, the country. I mean, 50 million from 3 million. Yeah. I mean, that's unreal. And that I think we're coming to very soon. And we are just sitting, sitting, you know, there's just there's history repeating and there's nothing you can do. Uh, well, as long as we're not Americans, because you know, there's 15 billion missing that he didn't use to test. And you hear what he says? Mm-hmm. If I test, that means there's more cases and I look bad. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing with that ship. I'm not letting the ship dock because then I got twice as many cases. And I, and I look bad. Yeah. And I look it's like, bad. It's like, you know, if, like, honestly, it's like, that's like saying global warming would disappear if we just stopped taking the, if we just stopped measuring the temperature. Right. You know, Why can't we keep, we keep measuring it? the temperature and we kept getting this global warming. Maybe if we stop measuring the temperature, right. it'll go exactly. away. Exactly. You know? It's like, and we can't turn to metric because we got to be like Myanmar. We got to stay, you know, we can't do metric. Because there's got to be only yeah. two countries in the world that don't switch to the metric system because they're hillbillies and they're ignorant. Yeah. I just can't deal with them anymore. I really can't. Like, even my troll is the saddest creature I've ever met. Yeah, your, your, your troll is still around, is he? He is. And he, actually, he has I, not, I, I admire his spunk. You know? I do too, but I, I really I'm, I'm, I feel bad for myself. I deserve a better troll. Uh-huh. I deserve somebody that's worthy of my intellect, right? He's worthy of my venom. Yes. He, this guy is not even worth to make him cry. Yeah. Right. I, I don't, I, but I've been collecting some of his, his comments because mm-hmm. I'm going to print a whole bunch of them oh, and you're going to see how it, they either call me a potato head mm-hmm. or they, they claim that I masturbate in my mom's basement. <laughs> and as we all know, yeah. I, yes, I do masturbate in my mom's basement. But I also masturbate upstairs. I masturbate in the garage. I masturbate outside. I masturbate in the garden. I masturbate in the alley. Um, I masturbate on the bus. Um, I masturbate. I would have masturbated at Walmart today, um, but I didn't. Um, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no. What, what are you it's telling like, what, me? You know, honestly. Okay. Well, it's part of my lifestyle. You know, <laughs> like, I'm not going to be ashamed for that. What are you telling me? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just so lame. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it's everything yeah. Obama, Obama, he calls him. <laughs> and I just go, oh, that's so just sad. Like, I deserve better. Uh, yeah. I deserve uh, a, a man with an intellect to challenge <laughs> me. Yeah. Uh, well, fortunately, we live in the Great White North. We, we live in the socialist paradise known as Canada. Thank God, eh? Uh, we have flattened the curve. We have. As, as most other countries have. Well, Red Deer only had three deaths. In total. Total. That's good. And I don't even know anybody that even got it. And I swear to God, like I, I look out for my Sobeys people and my 7-Eleven guy and my liquor store guy. Yeah. Uh, because that's my, that's my hood. Mm-hmm. That Eastview, that little strip mall there has been 40 years. They've never changed a business there. Yeah. I mean, it's always been the same, except the, the, the uh, Blockbuster video became a liquor store. Yeah. When Blockbuster ended. Yeah. But it's always been, there's always been the bar. There's always been the, the, the uh, flower shop. There's always been the mm-hmm. pharmacy. There's always been the grocery store. Yeah. Um, so I know those people, yeah. but they're not, they're not getting sick. No, but they're so, taking, they're taking precautions. You, you see masks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I wear mine all the time too. And I mean, I, you know, we don't have, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't see everyone wearing a mask, but, but, you know, people do wear masks and, and most of the, you know, the, the people who are, and there's the the plastic guards now, what they call the sneeze guards. Yeah, the, the sort of the the clear plastic, which apparently they love. Like the people behind uh, the till 
the guys who run, you know, the, the ladies who run the, the yep. cashiers, they love that. They said, you know, I wish they'd keep that after the whole thing's well, over. Because, my bank girls do too. Yeah. Because they, they, you know, it's like, there's nothing worse than getting breathed on by someone with bad halitosis or sneezed on by somebody who's got, you know, anything, I, even, even if it's not COVID, you know, I agree. I agree. So, so they, and, they and, just, and they wear the, the gloves and, and, you know, and, um, uh, well, we actually had security at our bank because people were threatening our tellers. Oh, really? That they were going to kill them. Yeah. Because of all this COVID and they, they made them mm-hmm. stand and wait and they didn't only let two people yeah. in at a time and they made See, them sit in that little chair. Now, now this is, this is the thing. Alberta has more than their fair share of hillbillies. We do? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, mind you, here, even here in BC, I mean, I've talked to the... I, you know, I've talked to the girls at, at our local grocery store and, and they, you know, they say, yeah, they're, they're, for a while it was like every day one of them would end up crying because, because right. customers were so awful, you know. Uh, and I, you know, and I, of course, I just said, look, come on, you guys, you know, don't stop being dicks, you know. Uh, see, I want to be there when that happens yeah. because I just want to punch somebody like that. Yeah. And again, I, like I, I, we had this thing in Lacombe, uh, was in Col- Innisfil. Mm. Um, that they they decided they were going to have a, a Black Lives Matter rally. Yeah, and the girl that set it up on Twitter, she got all this kind of hate from Edmonton and Calgary, mm-hmm. like a ton of it. Yeah. And they were going to come down in force, and they were gonna they were gonna rip into all of us uh, idiots, right? Mm-hmm. Who who think Black Lives Matter and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like maybe ten of them showed up, yeah. and there were like four hundred other people, mm-hmm. and they just yelled at these idiots. Yeah. And I didn't go because I kind of got freaked out because I thought if I go and get this and I bring it home to my mother, who's 80. Yeah. Right. I can't live with my, I can't live with that. Yeah. Right. I couldn't live with that if I gave it to her. Right. Um, so, and again, in the same day, like when the boys came to pick me up, I come out of the door and I've got like blood all over my beard and mustache because mm-hmm. the, the, the air pressure, when it gets so low, mm-hmm. Um, like uh, when it gets very, like when the air pressure drops, yes, I get nosebleeds. Okay. Yeah. So I'm bleeding. <laughs> I'm worried about my mother and these yeah. guys see me and they go, uh, maybe next time Cal, yeah. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll bring you. All right. And I got like c- tissues up my nose and stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but I guess yeah. there were some that showed up and they got yelled at and stuff. And, yeah. um, but it's, it's, it's just, it's insane. Mm-hmm. The whole world has gone insane. Yes. And it, it, you know, it has, I mean, we know we're, we're, I mean, the last time we were, you know, we haven't podcast for a while. The last time we talked about quarantine, now we're coming out of quarantine and you know, we find that some people are saying, Hey, this is not such a good idea. No, uh, and I'm not coming out. Like Fuck it. Uh, but honestly, it doesn't make uh, my lifestyle has not changed. That much. Well, mine neither, man. Cause I guess honest. I've been, I've been quarantining for 15 years, man. Yeah. I've been waiting for this for a decade. Well, I, and I've been working from home. Uh, you know, which has been work, which has worked out really well, actually. <laughs> in some oh, I love it too, man. Uh, and of course, you know, because we live in a socialist paradise, I call up Justin. I say, yep. hey, dude, I'm having trouble. And he says, I got your back, man. I got you your know? COVID. And so, you know, so got uh, your cash. Justice, Justin says, just don't speak moistly and everything will be cool. Uh, yeah. So I got um, Justin helping me out. And, See, and uh, I think I think we should do. And this is my idea for the next year. Mm-hmm. Until like next summer, mm-hmm. every Canadian over the age of 18 should get $2,000 a month. I don't care if you got a job or not, mm-hmm. because all of that money is not going to go into, into buying back stock. It's no. not going to go into firing employees. It's not going to go in making the rich richer. 
all of that money is going to help um, daycare. It's going to help put kids into sports. It's going to help uh, start a small business maybe from home. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of people have oh, online. I tell and you. It's, yeah. it's gonna, all of that money is going to go into the economy. Mm -hmm. And didn't yep. Obama say the world needs more Canada? Yeah, well. Yeah, and I think we, maybe for a year, if he says, okay, $2,000, everybody, we'll find the money somewhere, mm -hmm. right? We'll take it from, we'll, we'll tax these bastards, like mm -hmm. maybe Walmart and all those other big box stores that seem to do pretty good when they're killing small business. Maybe we should make them pay for the privilege of, of, of being set up in Canada. And if they don't like that, well, you shut down. Sorry. Yep. You know, we'll get our Chinese goods from somewhere else. <laughs> you know, yeah. like the hell, the hell with you. Right. And that, but that, I think we need a worldwide kind of reset because mm -hmm. I realize the world owes trillions of dollars, but to who? Yeah. The predator? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not like we Is owe he going to come Alpha down. Yeah, exactly. Like we owe it to the bankers on Alpha Centauri. Exactly. Uh, but you know, that, that could be, I mean, and, and obviously things are not going to be the same as we go forward. Things will be different, you know? And I mean, things like that might, you know, that might become par for the course. I uh, like, I think if they do that, the world is going to see, wow, look at that economy. Yeah. They're just revving it while yeah. the American economy is dying Yeah, because they realize the stock market is all bullshit. Yeah. And I it mean, is bullshit. I would, I would, there's so much I would do if that's, I mean, actually, honestly, I've, I've, I've been doing more in the last couple of months than, than I, than I did before the COVID thing. So, you know, this, this whole COVID thing has actually been a, a boom for me because I've, right. um, and one of the things I did and, 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 you know, I, I'm going to you know, start talking about this right now. One of the things I did was participate in um, Amazing Con. That's right. Uh, Amazing Stories Magazine has been published. I mean, Hugo Gernsback first started Amazing Stories Magazine back in the 1920s. It was the first science fiction magazine. Was, yeah. It has been published on and off ever since. And it's still, it's still going strong. And I am one of the uh, artists that contribute to the amazing stories magazine and that's got to feel good eh? oh god that's it's, like it's so that's does. like when i wrote my two letters to marvel marvel yeah. and they both got printed yeah in an iron man and a rom uh -huh. right i'm just like that just blew my mind yeah you know that i could end that note that letter would make mine marvel right yeah, yeah. i mean I, I just felt like a god right? so i've been working very hard uh, and I, and, you know, I've been doing a lot of stuff for amazing stories and they've also been doing, um, they're doing select, uh, books. They're, they're like publishing books now. And, and I, I, I wish I could talk about it. I, there's a project I'm doing that that's, that's amazing and I can't talk about it, but, um, Fantastic. one of the projects that I, that I did do, I did some interior illustrations for, uh, a Captain Future novella and, now, Captain Future, of course, if you know anything about the pulp magazines, he was a character. He had his own magazine. He was created by Edmund Hamilton. Um, okay. So he's, you know, Captain Future was an old pulp character. Um, so there's... Uh, course, what was his thing? What was his, uh, his, uh, his chitch? Okay, he was Kurt. His name was Kurt Newton. He was born on the moon. He, his parents were killed by a, a, an evil guy. And uh, his meant, he was brought up by an android named Otho and his... Uh, his um, mentor was a guy named Simon. Uh, I, they could just call him Brain because his body was killed, but they saved his brain. And these, he's oh, in this, cool. his brain is in this floating drone. Anyway, so I, I, I did, uh, they, they, Amazing Stories published a, a Captain Future story, which I did uh, the cover art for. 
uh, was about Captain Future as a as a teenager falling in love. And oh, cool. the, the author Alan Steele. I don't know if you know Alan Steele. He wrote. I don't. He, he wrote. He's been writing science fiction for years. He wrote uh, a series of coyote stories, uh, which is about I a, col- coyote. a colony on a. It's about a colony on a on an alien planet called Coyote, and he wrote a series of stories about them. Either okay. way, Alan Steele started writing the Captain Future. Amazing Con is the very first was the very first virtual con. A lot of because of the right. pandemic, a lot of right. conventions have been ha- going virtual. We you know we used Zoom basically. It was a big Zoom meeting. Um, right. How I many was, people? What was the oh, most on at one time? Uh, most on time was about forty. I think was the biggest. Whoa! One but but there was about two hundred people who'd signed up uh, altogether. Um, I was on a panel with Alan Steele and with William Patrick Murray. Now William Patrick Murray, if you know uh, your pulp heroes, you know, you know Doc Savage. You know the oh, Rip Shirt hey, guy. baby, baby. Okay, you know uh, Doc who, Savage. Who, so, who hates Doc Savage more yeah. than I do? But who Doc hates Savage, that shirt more Doc, than I do? Okay, but and Doc Savage, of course, was from the 1930s. But but he right. was revived recently, and William Patrick Murray is the guy who revived doc savage he's been writing doc savage novels and he's also started writing tarzan stories and and the shadow and the spider oh nice william patrick murray is the guy who invented squirrel girl no yes you mean back when like i'm sorry squirrel girl first appeared in marvel contest of champions yes it was two issues Mm -hmm. where the 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 what's his name the games master and who was the other guy they were they were they were competing against each other, yeah. and the games master is one of the elders of the universe who held one of the infinity stones. Yeah, and uh, he they created a bunch of new characters. There was Squirrel Girl, there was Shamrock, there was the Arabian Knight who was like a, 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 a you know an Arabian guy on a flying carpet, like yeah. a Sinbad guy with a turban. William Patrick but he Murray, invented Squirrel he Girl. Back the, he yeah. invented Squirrel Girl. Yeah, wow. he was back when he was writing. Anyway, so the first panel that I was involved with, it, with was about resurrecting old pulp heroes because I, and because I, as as writer Jack McKenzie, I've written a series of uh, pulp adventures called, well, I've written one called Wild Incorporated. I'm, I'm working on the second one. <laughs> um, but I was on the panel with Alan Steele talking about Captain Future and William Patrick Murray talking about Doc Savage and, and the shadow. And, and it was just amazing to be with those guys. I mean, it was a zoom wow. meeting, you know, but I mean, it was like, there I was, I was talking with them. I was, you're like one of them and you know what they're, ta- you know, the characters they're talking about. Yeah. I because was there is, uh, there's part of you as they are part of yeah. me. Like, and, and, and Alan of course had the, the book that I'd illustrated. So he was looking through it while I was, while wow. he was on, you know, and, and it was just amazing. Uh, Good for you, man. That, that, and, that's, that's awesome. So I was allowed to play with the big boys and I just had a, a fantastic time. Well, you were due, man. The second time, the second panel that I was on with, was, was with an artist named Ron Miller. Ron Miller is a space artist, but he also did pre-production artwork for David Lynch's Dune. Oh, man. So we, we were talking about Dune art, you know, and-, and I would was... show him my penis online. <laughs> uh, I would now, now, somebody actually did try that. Uh, no, during really? The convention. We, we did get, we did get some, some Zoom crashers. Uh, and one guy actually did was naked and tried to jump on the bed to show his his uh, his attributes to the world. Yeah, but did he have anything? Fortunately, the um, the I didn't hear about. I didn't see it, but I heard about it from my friend Graham Cameron. It's like that old uh, caption I do with the cat and the woman looking online. Yeah, the cat goes, "What are you so excited about? That's the smallest penis any of us have ever seen. Either of us have ever seen." Right? Uh, no one saw it because the, whoever was in charge of the Zoom meeting got know, it. 
got it before he showed up. But a lot wow. of, you know, there were some people who did show up and sort of start saying some weird Because stuff. you got to admit, like, that, that the lynches, like the spacecraft, are right out of the book. And that's... and the, Ornithopters, the, yeah. the carriers, the, the harvesters. And I, uh, no, I thought we were going to talk about different, different dune art, but, but Ron was just started talking. He had a slideshow. So he was like, let's go through your slideshow and let's talk about it. Uh, and it was just uh, the most fantastic thing. He designed, actually, you know what? His wife designed the ornithopters. No. He was there. He was, um, his, uh, uh, no, it was um, one of the guys who was involved with the, with the movie basically approached him and said, I've seen your, your space art and it looked like, um, you know, it looks like Dune. So would you like to work on the movie? And he goes, right. of course, yes. Started going, you know, he, he went to um, uh, Mexico, you know, and he started working there. And so of course he brought his wife along and his wife was basically not, had nothing to do. So, so he was designing little ornithopters uh, drawing little pictures, but his wife had this, you know, basically started doing one out of cardboard. Right. You know, she started making a little model of the ornithopter out wow. of cardboard, just, just to pass the time because she was there and she was bored. Raffaella De Laurentiis, who had produced the movie, basically wow. walked into Ron's office and looked at it and said, oh, that's amazing. Who did, did you do this? And she, says, she said, yeah, yeah, I, was, I just did it. I said, do you want a job? <laughs> so, so she was basically cast to, um, uh, uh, to, to do models. Uh, well, and she did, see, and she made, I, know had, I had no problem with those ornithopters, even though in the Mobius version, they have like little wings. Yeah. They're almost like hummingbirds. Yeah. Um, but they don't need that. I mean, you know, it's almost kind of, it's kind of goofy. Yeah. in a way so the way he designed them they actually made sense you know yeah. what i mean yeah exactly and that's what ron was saying was that they wanted they you know and i asked whether they did, did you try to do the little flappy wings because in mm -hmm. the book that they described and he said you know you know that just didn't work you know <laughs> like, yeah you couldn't see a, a device that heavy yeah uh, like staying up with little flapping wings yeah right you so did, they, did, you they didn't, didn't even, they didn't even try but i mean right. that's um Wow, man! Yeah. So that's that's uh, so cool. That's yeah. like me and 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 uh, um, Nick is sitting around having uh, brandy soaked cigars with uh, John Reese Davies. Right? I know this was this you was know? amazing. And Ron, he did, he showed me his production his production paintings. You know the the siege, the the you know underwater where they keep the water. You right, know, in, right, in, in, right. He designed. We have that, thousands you know, of such the, catches. The shield wall, the 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 oh. you know the 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 Giddy Prime where the oh. Uh, oh. All of that stuff. He he designed all of those ships and the you know and and just listening to him talk about it was amazing. And I mean, and the worms too. I mean, they were they were right. they were you know they 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 struggled to try and design. You know, the worms have those the three the three mouth kind of thing. Right, right, you know, right. Three three parts to the mouth. They didn't want to do that because that's how everyone does it. Right. But you know, they tried to get away from that, but they couldn't. Well, I hear that Denny Villeneuve he spent a year trying mm -hmm. to get the worms right. Yeah. Uh, in Dune. And again, I always say, can I call you Denny? <laughs> can I call, <laughs> can I you, call Denny? you Denny? Yeah. Right? Because so, Yeah. So that's the whole new thing. I mean, that's oh going to be. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I would have just lost it. But yeah. the good thing I wasn't there because I would have just, I would have been his boyfriend. And anyway, so, I, you know, of course, he talked about all that stuff. There was some actually amazing stuff, which never actually showed up on camera. Uh, they did paintings. They, they, they had all the production staff. Was posed. this the paintings that they showed when they did the TV version? No, no, no. This and is, they these showed are, no, no, these are like when they're when they're moving. Like there's a brief scene where they're they're moving from Caladan to Arrakis, right? Um, and and they show all the stuff that they're packing, right? And amongst the stuff was portraits, old portraits. And what they did was they got all the the, the production staff to pose, and they they painted these sort of classical portraits. And that, but the only time you see them is they're all stacked up, ready to move. 
wow. you know, carpets, you know, amazing carpets that they designed and they were just rolled up, you know, ready to move. And that's the only wow. time you saw them. Um, when they get to Arrakis, Paul's bedroom, they've got like their, his bed has got these little panels and one of them has a fish, you know, which, which sort of, you know, because someone yeah. said, well, let's, you know, what if, what if Arrakis yeah. at some point had water? So that would buy, be why the fish would be. So they designed this little, and if you, if you watch the movie again, which I did on Netflix, I right. found the original theatrical movie and watched it after the panel. And, and, and you can see that they've, they've, you know, you can see the little designs and all these well, the little, sand trout. And, yeah. And, the and sand I mean, trout, the water of life. Well, no, no, no. This, the this, is, this was just a, like a little, little throwaway design, little fish in the back of the, anyway, it's, wow. uh, you know, the, um, the hunter seeker, you know, yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah. And, and the, the spice detector mm -hmm. you know, the, or the poison detector, do, 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 do. You know? right? Yeah. Uh, the poison detector. I mean, the, Ron Miller designed that. He showed me the, the little model wow. of it that he made. Yeah. Anyway. So having, talking to Ron Miller was, was fantastic. See, that's amazing because I remember so well, um, mm -hmm. my first year of college going to see that movie at Christmas time with my mm -hmm. friends yeah. and they all looked at me like, what the fuck is this? And I went, you are idiots. <laughs> I love this. Bought the book the next day, yeah. read it in three days because I worked mm -hmm. at the at the uh, rink shelter mm -hmm. near my house. Yeah. So I used to sign out like uh, um, uh, skates to people and stuff yeah. and clean the toilet and so on. Um, but I, I went and saw that movie about four or five times by myself yeah. while it was still in the theater. And I, I always say, I mean, I paid $100 for that on beta. <laughs> on beta. Beta yeah. to mm -hmm. get. Yeah. So. I mean, come on, that movie just, that, that movie changed my life. So, now, you know, I, I know that David Lynch is not really proud of it. And, and he's sort of, he's an idiot. Well, he's, 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 he's talks about it a little bit now. He used to just not talk about it all. And Ron, Ron actually still, uh, you know, sees David Lynch every now and then. And, and, and yeah, he's, he said that, yeah, Lynch will at least talk about it. He's not, too proud of what he did, you know, because it was there's too much studio interference. But, but man, in those days in the '80s, it was unfilmable. Yeah, but I watched it. You know, I, I went ahead and watched it, and there's there's a lot that's kind of wonky. But I mean, it's actually really works. I mean, it, you know, it really it's, does. It's amazing how how much of it actually does work. And it does. Like for a non-fan, mm -hmm. for somebody who doesn't know Dune, mm -hmm. it sure put me in the place where I wanted to know more. Yeah, I mean, it it became the the greatest book I've ever read. And I have the Dune Encyclopedia, which I've read from, from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. I even have a Dune pop-up book. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's, it's insane. And, and all of those designs, turned, you know, all of yeah. those things are all run. Really and I turned, my, I turned my like nose movies. at the action figures. Can you believe that? <laughs> wow. The same way I did with the Star Wars action figures. Yeah. Wow. Uh, at, at three and a quarter inches, I just said, <laughs> eh, eh. Yeah. Right? But, and I, right now, I wish I had them. I, I, you know, I used to, I had like R2-D2. I had the little R2-D2. Oh, I had Darth Vader. But we, we used happened, to make rockets in the summer. Yeah. Like those with the sea engines and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we, I wanted to take a picture of Darth Vader getting roasted by the flame when it came <laughs> out. And I caught a perfect picture of him, but he got like melted. <laughs> and we took somebody's, uh, um, um, that, that sand speeder that Luke has. Yep. And we put it on, on, on uh, piano wire. Mm -hmm. And we put like sea engines in the back. Mm -hmm. and and detonated it but of course it did stand the wire long and it burnt and it yeah. blew up and but i mean that was our you know that's how we treated those those toys back then because mm -hmm. they weren't 12 inches man no, they didn't no, have they cloth costumes they, they weren't they weren't yeah the mego figures um but the anyway back to amazing con the final panel that i was on 
which was on a Sunday, um, was about, I, I was on with Ron Miller again and Vincent DeFate. And if you know who Vincent DeFate is, or if you don't know who Vincent DeFate is. I know DeFate that is, name. Where's it from? If, you've, if you have picked up a science fiction book in the last 10 years, you're likely to have seen his work because he, he did a lot of uh, covers for science fiction books. Um, you know, any, any kind of, you know, science fiction paperback from the 1970s, early 80s, it had his work on it. Okay. Vincent can, you, can you name me one book that he, he did the cover of? Anything by E.C. Tubb. He did, uh, he did covers for Analog, Jack, Jack Vance, A.E. Van Vogt. If you've okay. seen anything, but any, any book that's written by uh, A.E. Van Vogt, it's got a, a, a Vincent DeFate cover. Wow. Um, he did a Robert, he's done Robert Heinlein covers. Um, wow, that's big time, man. Yeah. Keith Lammers. Keith, Keith, Keith Lammers Bolo books. He did those. Uh, Brian Aldis, he's done covers for um, Arthur C. Clarke. Cool. Uh, the Other Side of the Sky, if you've ever seen that. Yeah. Uh, he's, you know, um, he has done, you know, he's done like any He's cover. done everything. Yeah, he's done right. everything, basically. Yeah, he's um, the guy. Th there's a, an edition of Robert Heinlein, uh, Robert Heinlein's Double Star. He did the cover for that. And I'm um, sure if I saw his work together, I would know it. Yeah. Like if you right. Google it, you'd think, okay, I've seen okay. that book. You know, I've seen that yeah. book on the, on the, I remember seeing that book on the, in the, on the store shelves. Uh, yeah. Anything by Jack Vance or, 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 you know, any of those. Wow, guys. man. You're like, you're moving with the big time. So, so there, I was allowed to play with the big boys. So Ron Miller wow. and Vincent DeFate and I talked about being cover artists and actually another artist named Al Sirwa uh, joined us. Yeah. Just being able to talk about being a, an artist and, and what you have to do in order to do right and how you gotta capture and... that 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 spirit of the book mm -hmm. like i like lately i've, I've watched i've never read um asimov's the foundation trilogy mm -hmm. but i guess the movie's coming out yes on apple plus that's, that's and right. i just Television saw the trailer series. and it's got uh, what's his name in it uh, jared harris mm -hmm. who is the son of richard harris i did yes. not know that we really? used to hang out with guys like uh jared francis harris uh, English actor. So he's, yes. he's the son of He was of in Chernobyl. Richard Harris, really, Richard I, Harris he's in Chernobyl. Mm -hmm. He was in, he's in Morbius. He's in Mobius. He's in like everything he's in, I, I, I'm drawn to because yeah. the guy is like fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and he's in the foundation and yeah. I've never read it. And I, it's three books, I understand. I, you know, I, everyone says, you, you know, in order, if you're a science fiction man, you have to read, you know, Dune and you have to read the science, the, the foundation right. trilogy. Right. And I have tried, honestly, I've, I have tried to read the Foundation trilogy, but I've never been able to get past the first book. Is it like uh, Lord of the Rings in that way? Not at all, no. It's actually a, almost a series of short stories that are kind of put together. Okay. You know, it's like, it's like your, your, your whole sort of future history told. It's like if you told World War II from the point of view of, okay, the first, you know, like short story is from this character's point of view. And then, and then we'll tell the story of the, you know, in, invasion of Poland from this point of view character. Right, and then we'll right. tell the story of the, you know, uh, uh, you know the the beginning of the war from this point of character point of view. But I guess, I guess Apple Plus has put a ton of money into it. I mean, Jared Harris plays a character called Harry Seldon, who who right. is at the beginning of the book alive, right? And then, but he 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 records because he has this algorithm that predicts the future. He records right. all of these, and they're messages. coming for him. Yeah, he records all of these messages to basically his anyone who is going to continue to try and, and say girl. Yeah, and yeah. well, and now apparently they've and and the the, the complaints that I've heard is that they have gender and race swapped a lot of the characters the, the ah. gal dornick the character who is is played by a black woman in the books is is a guy you know i mean okay they then but, i'm gonna ask you the same question in dune 
-hmm. they've taken um, Liet Kynes, mm -hmm. who was played by um, 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 uh, uh, Max, Max von Sydow, right? It, 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 the, the, and they've made, and that was the father of Chani. Yeah. But they've made her now the mother of Chani because they need more female characters. Which I don't have a problem with. I have no problem with that. And, I mean, and, she's the imperial ecologist. Yeah. And I don't care if she's male or female. It doesn't really matter. Male or female or black or white. Right. And I mean, that makes sense. I mean, she's, you know, uh, Chani is, is, you know, I mean, she's played by Zendaya, who is. Right. Fantastic. Who's, who's, uh, Latina or Mexican, Mexican. Right. And she was so good as Mary yeah. Jane. Like yeah. when I first saw her, I thought, no, that's not my Mary Jane. My yeah. Mary Jane wears that Spider-Man half shirt with the Spider-Man logo. <laughs> yeah. Like I yeah. print every Monday on my blog. She's yeah. got red hair and she's very cute. Right. Yeah. But when they played her mm -hmm. and when she said, you guys are losers. I just yeah. went, that's my Mary Jane. Yeah. Right. But honestly with, with Isaac Asimov, uh, Isaac Asimov is not really a character writer. Asimov wrote ideas. And that's one of the reasons why I have such a hard time with, with his longer works. I can read his shorter stories, his robots, especially, you know, but I mean, right. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, his longer works, honestly, the human characters are, are basically interchangeable. They're, they're not really well drawn out. So, so it's better could, to watch the show. Honestly, you could change. There's only one or two characters that are actually Harry Seldon, who, who's played by Jared Harris, who's, right. who's sort of an old white man. Uh, and, and there's a character of uh, Susan Calvin, uh, who is um, in the robot stories. That's a different right. thing. But I mean, those so, are the only two characters that you can really it's name. Almost Everyone like else the, is interchangeable. It's almost like the boys. You don't want to read the comic or it'll spoil the show for you. You know what? You could probably read. I don't know. I, honestly, you could read uh, Foundation, but it does. I mean, the characters, but it'll be the characters are basically the characters in, in Asimov's stories are basically a name and and some dialogue you know okay. <laughs> that's that's the only you know that he doesn't spend a lot of time on character development okay let's put it so, that so way. then 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 you've convinced me i'm just gonna wait for it to come out and just, i'm gonna, just wait for and it I'm to come gonna out. watch yeah. it and yeah. get into it because yeah. obviously i think the people who've made it um have really put their 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 time and effort into it and they know the material yeah well right? david goyer uh is one yes. of the executive producers and he and that worried me a little bit because he's kind of gotham he's kind of you know, he's done a lot of that TV crap. Um, he did, he did uh, um, um, Smallville yeah. for a hundred years. And his, his edict was no, no, no costume, no cape, no flying. Yeah. Yeah. Until the very last episode mm. where, where, where Clark kind of rips open his shirt. Yeah, but he wrote, I mean, he, he, he wrote, um, he's been involved in a lot of comic book movies. Uh, was he involved in Blade? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And actually, yeah. the new Blade coming out with uh, 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 Ali, what's his name? Uh, Malisha. Maharasha Ali. Yeah. Maharasha Ali. I think that's going to be awesome because yeah. he's a great actor. Uh, um, yeah. And, and he, he was one of the screenwriters from Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah. So he's, he's and, and, and even Batman versus Superman. Uh, yeah, and he did, yeah. And he did Gotham too, which yeah. I thought was kind of a, a letdown at the end. Yeah. He was um, an executive producer on Ghost Rider and. You okay. Know, but, okay. But you know, I mean, he so he he knows his he knows his science fiction. He knows his stuff. Right. He knows right. Screenwriter. So and he, he he has he's had a couple of interesting series. There was a TV series called Da Vinci's Demons, uh, which was okay. interesting. That was on. It's on. Um, I think you can see it on HBO or whatever. Um, but uh, no, that's cool. That's one of the shows that I'm really looking. So yeah. To. So now, Foundation is is coming out. So in order to get it, you have to have Apple TV. Or, yeah, or you or, need to have Apple TV. Well, I just need people, yeah. a computer. <laughs> just, yeah, because it's well, funny. Most of us without a cutlass and eye patch and a, and a that's and a, right. And a boat. My, my buddy, my poor buddy, um, 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 uh, Tim Knight, mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. who does the Hero Press, and he lives in England. Mm-hmm. Me and him always get into this because he's very against um, stealing mm-hmm. um, um, content, and yeah. I'm I'm in the fair use um, category. Yeah, that I will promote your story. I will love your story. I will lavish your story with praise, but I'm not gonna pay to 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 see it if I don't have to. Yeah. Because you could stop me if you want, but if you're not gonna stop me, I'm gonna see it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing with with Snowpiercer. Did you yeah. see the movie Snowpiercer? I have not seen the movie Snowpiercer yet. You gotta uh, see now, the now movie. the t- the TV series has started yes, on HBO. It's- it's in episode six. I've watched the first four. How is that? It's very good. Um, it's the same kind of idea, a train with a thousand and one cars. Mm-hmm. And they're the Tailies who mm-hmm. jumped on the train at the last minute uh, ahead of the Richies. And the rich kind of live in first class. Mm-hmm. And the Tailies live in, in the tail. And they're kind of kept down. And mm-hmm. they're always trying to rebel. Yeah. But there's a murder in first class. So they have to pull a, a former detective out of the tail. Mm-hmm. to solve the murder right but after four episodes i thought i knew where things were going and at the end of it i gave that same old what the fuck kind okay of, kind so of expression. lots of lots of twists very lots of twists but mm-hmm. it's the same kind of it, it's the same story i love the movie snowpiercer that's one of you got to see it's mm-hmm. the same guy that made that, that's, that's and he bong, also made parasite bong bong joon ho bong joon ho and, and I, I've, I saw Parasite recently, actually. We watched it. What did you think uh, of it? On t- I, I, it was a very strange movie. It um, is. I can see why it won the Oscar. I mean, it was um, very much an, a, a, a meditation on, on class differences. Yes. On, on, and that's on, what Snowpiercer is. Like low-class, low high-class, uh, right. moneyed, moneyed, the moneyed class versus the, the poor right. class. And I, and I can see why you know, this, this, this really did sort of touch a nerve. Snowpiercer has follows the same kind of thing. I mean, and even his other movies, like The Host. The Host, uh, same thing. Yeah. Same, same. You know, the same actors, the same, some of the yeah, same. Yeah. Cast. Same thing. And actually, he's making um, um, uh, uh, Train to Busan Peninsula mm-hmm. is the next one with mm-hmm. the daughter. Yeah. Uh, because if you know how, do you see Train to Busan? I still have not seen Train to oh, Busan. My, my my friend, my friend. I know. I need to. Well, I've seen. Got, Paris. That's got to be a double feature for I've you and, the, and your beloved. I've seen The Host. I've seen. Uh, Parasite, and now we need to see Train to Busan and um, and Snowpiercer. Because I, I swear to God, I, I'll tell you this straight up: Train to Busan is the best fast zombie movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's zombies on a train, but it's fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Thank okay, you. now let me it is. let me ask you about Snowpiercer, yeah. the TV series. Do you need to have seen the movie in order to appreciate the TV series? No, no. Okay, because they do a little kind of film thing at the beginning. Yeah. That shows you what happened. Like the world has, has frozen to 105 degrees below mm-hmm. Fahrenheit. Yeah. So they really give you an idea. And, and all the, the poor people rush the back of the train right. when the rich people are trying to board it. Mm-hmm. So they kind of get on as it's leaving. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's really about class structure and class struggle. Mm-hmm. And, and they're always got a rebellion going, but they can never get past like three cars of this thousand car train. Yeah. Um, uh, Jennifer Connelly's in it mm-hmm. and she's really good. Although my Jennifer Connelly weighs about 20 more pounds. Um, <laughs> I found her to be really kind of too skinny for me, but I liked her in the rocketeer. Uh, very that much. Was, yeah. That and was career the... opportunities. Did you see that one? Eighties. No. Okay. That was the one where she's, she's, uh, with, uh, oh, the guy from, um, pretty in pink, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but she's sitting on one of those horses, like those, uh, um, that that kind of those those uh, quarter horses that move mm-hmm. kind of like in a in a uh, in front of a store. 
Right. And she's wearing this like tight shirt and, and, mm. and she's got the bosoms and she's very cute. And <laughs> she looks so good in that one. You just want to watch it for her. Yeah. Okay. But lately so she was, lost. yeah, she was, I mean, she was a big teen sort of late teen, you know, early twenties, late teens. Gorgeous. Kind of big, gorgeous. Star, star. But now she's kind of lost like the 20 pounds, yeah. like, but yeah. she's a good actress and she's kind of the one almost that, that speaks for the guy who runs the train. Yeah. So she's kind of in charge of everything. And, and yeah. basically they're trying to keep the, the tailies from getting into third class, second class, first class. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is really good. Like I said, I've watched four episodes. So she is, she is the man that's keeping you down. That's right. Oh, big okay. time. Yeah. Big time. Okay. And, so, when you get to, and when you get to episode four, you'll go, that bitch. <laughs> I liked her. Yeah. Right? I thought she was. And the guy they, they, they've hired, uh, um, there's a black character with the dreadlocks, and he's a former detective. Yeah. And he gets pulled out of the, the tail mm -hmm. um, to, to solve this murder. Uh, where the guy's been mutilated and had his genitals cut off. So, of course, mm -hmm. we know when the genitals get cut off, it's personal. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's, nobody who kills somebody cuts off their dick if they don't care about them or hate them, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a very specific mm -hmm. kind of killing. Yeah. Um, so, it, it's really, really good. I, I just, I, I've really I've gotten into it. And, in fact, the two days that I didn't have internet mm -hmm. and I was going to kill myself, yeah. Um, I really, I stood in the middle of the road and cars drove around me right? <laughs> because I just said, hit me yeah. because I, it, I didn't have that. I didn't. I, and all I had, I, I watched three hours of Bridezilla's mm -hmm. on CTV life. Yeah. And I don't know why CTV life has Bridezilla's, <laughs> but I had to watch it with commercials. Yeah. And anything I watch with commercials just makes me okay. mental. Now, why did you not have internet for, for two days? Oh, because for some reason, our like our street is like on a hill. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they built the bottom of the hill first, where the Seven Eleven is, mm -hmm. and then they built Morris Row, mm -hmm. and then they built more Morris Row, and then they built Deer Park. So if you stand where I am, you can look up and see up to the kind of top of the hill, right? Right. And so at the bottom of the hill, um, they've been changing out all of the piping and stuff. Right. And so to do that, they've got to get rid of all the underground wiring because oh, we don't, we're not like on the East coast where we've got the wires coming out of the, the, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, from the, what are they called? Like a poles, the, right? The, the poles. Yeah. The, yeah. The, it's all the, underneath. The right. Poles. It's all. Yeah, so okay. we've been having that with our phone too. It'll uh, just okay. go off. Yeah. And so you can't get in touch with anybody. Mm -hmm. And so for like two days, I didn't have that. Okay. And all I had was Snowpiercer. <laughs> and and so I watched like the first four episodes. I'm glad I got that. But now I've downloaded the first six of Stargirl. Mm -hmm. And I downloaded a bunch of MASH. Mm -hmm. And I downloaded a whole bunch of things in case I ever get the Scroogey again. Yeah. Because I can save myself. Yeah. But okay. I've, I've really become institutionalized, man. I, I can't. I've become that guy who has to be online. I have to know mm -hmm. what's going on. Yeah. I've got my world, right? And I've got my <laughs> tribe and I've got my people and, yeah. you know, and yeah. it, when you don't have it, like, it's amazing yeah. how, like, I, like I said, I was getting the twitches. Yeah. And you have the Cave of Cool and people I, expect, you know, pe fans of the Cave of Cool expect to, it to be it. updated. I missed a day. So and they, they thought I was dead. Yeah, it's like it's happened before. It's like you've slept, yes. you fell asleep for three days, and everyone thought, "Oh my God, Cal is dead." That's right. He hasn't been posting. He must be right. died. He must have died. I, yeah, that's right. 
And I've heard that too from other people. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad that's the case mm-hmm. because at least people, when I do die, mm-hmm. they'll actually care. Yeah. They never tell you what, they never tell you when you're doing it, but when you stop doing it, it's like, what? Oh yeah. Where, where's the cave of cool? I need the cave of cool. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, where's, exactly. That, where's that validation when I'm actually doing it day after day after day? Yeah. Jesus. And I actually wait and I wait because then Nick comes along and he loves a, like an image blizzard. Yeah. And I just go, oh. Yeah. And then I feel good again. Right? Yeah. And then I can soak in the tub. <laughs> and I don't want to drown myself.
This has been a COC production.